to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the block on a Tuesday for you on 93.7 The Ticket. Happy to be here and ready to talk some more college football. It uh, just feels like it's that time of the year. I mean, the media days, things are going on, so you're getting a little bit of the news there. Obviously, the, uh, the MLB All-Star uh, game is tonight. They had the home run derby uh, last night. Are you going to catch any of the, the All-Star game tonight, Strick, or are you maybe focused on other things? Well, that's a negative. I won't be watching uh, the All-Star game. That's not a... That's not a fun one for me, so to speak. I think the home run derby is one of the better parts of it for mm-hmm. me. Um, I, I would like them to do something more to spice it up. Uh, but let me ask you this. How do you think uh, Pujols did, you know, being a uh, honoree? You know, how do you think he did in the home run derby? I don't even know. I didn't even I – did, I have not caught up to the home run derby. Last night, like we said, we were at the at Tanner's for the Husker kickoff event uh, that they had out there. And yeah. uh, the, it was kind of it was kind of going on behind me, yeah. Yeah, he advanced. He did, you know, pretty good to be an old man. Yeah, that's that's good news because I know <laughs> uh, I know he's not doing too well overall at the plate this year. Um, so yeah. to see that he's still got strength and you know that's that's kind of interesting, you know, to kind of mix, I guess, a little bit of the old fans and the new fans. I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea because uh, there are you know people kind of get lost and stuck in their times and um, so you know those kind of mid two thousands fans uh, probably a little bit more interested in and in, 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 to check out. Albert Pujols, I think Juan Soto well, ended up winning, but uh, he's uh, he's in the news for other reasons. There's now talks about him being out of Washington here in a couple of weeks, which would be crazy. Um, and then just another, like it was like when when the Red Sox let Mookie Betts go because his is uh, he was just you know he kind of outplayed and was going to deserve a giant contract. And Washington offered a giant contract, but uh, and at least the way, you know, a lot of people see it, not in a way that's going to rise and change with the inflation of Major League Baseball contracts. So it wouldn't be wise probably to sign that 15-year deal. But it always astounds me when you have exactly what you're looking for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're always looking for that piece to build around. And if he's young, Soto's 23, Mookie was pretty young when the Red Sox decided to pass on It's like... What is your hope to draft an, another guy? I mean, this is it. This is the guy He's in baseball. Guy. This is the guy that everybody wants to get and that you're looking for in the draft and you hope comes along and it looks like they're going to they, you know, they might find a trade partner or something. Well, I think what's interesting more so for me is that baseball seems to me to be one of the only sports that you can do that where you could be an old fogey coming off the rocking chair you stay in fairly good shape, but if you can see it, swing it, and hit it, you can still hang in there. Yeah. You know, big if you you don't even have to run real good. Big Poppy told you that. You didn't you didn't <laughs> even have to have good 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 speed. Just just be able to put that thing to the to to the to the head of that bat. Yeah. You'd be all right, right? And now there's a DH but, in but, the National League too. So <laughs> Right, right. Both sports. So but but could you imagine? Um, you know the old heads against the new heads in NBA oh. basketball or the Gretzky old fogies against the new <laughs> Ovechkin types in hockey. Like, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> There'd have to be some stringencies, you know, that put on that yeah. restraints. You know, a you couple know, extra players. The old football heads, you know, throw Barry Sanders back out there, Deion Sanders, put him at corner, you know, run out T.O. and just say, 
the old school against the new school in football. <laughs> They're like, would that work? You know, that baseball seems to be the only one in which that sport works. Sorry, Hammond text lines open. Yeah. What other sport out there right now? You know what? I got one, I think, but I want to hear from you. 402-464-5685. What sport out there that the old fogies can get with the new, the new school and still be successful? I got two on my mind, but I want to hear from you. Shout us out on at the Sutter Hammond text line or on the Honda Lincoln hotline. Tell us how you feel about it. 402-464-5685. Again, you're on the block. 93.7, the ticket, the ticket, fm.com. Eastrick and Jake Bachman, my partner. We're live four to six. Come join us every day right here on the block. On the text line, Claytonio John says, they're only tuning in the Homer and Derby because of Albert Pujols. So there's, uh, there's oh, one thing kind of talking about that. Uh, as I try to think of some other sports, I don't think, you know, golf, you kind of get to the senior tour, so I don't think you're quite in line there. Um, yeah, but no, I think, I, but no. But, but you can kind of compete cross generations. Yeah, you could put, yeah. a, put a cross gen competition in, you know, but throw some funky stuff into it. Like it's not, so what happens is the younger crews bang it out, the, the bullshit, you know, DeChambeau's, you know, they, oh, yeah. they're hitting three, 400, you know, they're going to bang it out. But you just set one of them courses where you gotta maybe maybe <laughs> half and half yeah. where you gotta you know you gotta you gotta you gotta strike that thing you gotta you know put a little little slice on it put a little hook on it you know you gotta do some things that yeah. make it a little bit more challenging you know yeah let's do it that's what that's I like to do I'm even doing. like frisbee golf my buddy I don't know how he does it he launches those things so he always t- tries to take me to this uh this golf you know one of the frisbee golf courses where it's just like everything's a par five and I'm like, it's going to take me four, <laughs> four throws and taking this thing out of the creek to, to get this thing going. He just launches it. He gets like in, in three. Uh, and so I always try to get him to go to this other one. So like, you know, everything's a par three and <laughs> nobody's, you know, nobody has a major advantage yeah. there, but I, I like yeah. to see that. Uh, we do. Have, I, I think, I think real quick, oh, I ahead. think one other one too would be uh soccer possibly. You think so? That takes a yeah, lot think, of th- lot of conditions. But, but but look look you know how they play you know they got the three on three right now you know the 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 big three right half court soccer <laughs> half, <laughs> half field soccer. There you go. Yeah, you just you just gotta change <laughs> the rules. Go, you just gotta go and touch the half line and come back. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's go to Wayne here on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Wayne, how you doing? Are you there? Oh, not too bad. What do you think of today? Um, so if it's on ESPN, it counts as a sport, right? I think so. Cornhole. Cornhole. Now there's a good one. Yeah, that's the one where you toss the thing I and. Bet... Yeah. What is I that? Bet there's guys that drink 12, 12 beers in their backyard on a picnic that can play better than the guys on ESPN. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks for chiming oh, yeah. in there, Wayne. I yeah, that's definitely one. I I, I think that's that's fair. Um, it does I think seem curling. Curling? curling, yeah. You think NASCAR? I'm not sure. Uh, I think the mental anguish. I mean, shorten the track, maybe. Yeah. Because you see the old. Remember John Force, who used to be on the 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 yeah on the short ones. Bah, get out there, you know, in like three seconds, you're down on hundred, you know, however far they go. Yeah. You know, and them in them supercharged like funny cars and stuff like that. Yeah, old folks. 
yeah, come here, young fella. Let me show you how the old school do it. I'd love to see that. Yeah, it's fun to kind of kind of go through there too. Uh, I did want to mention this because we we talked about it. Will Anderson was at uh, SEC Media Days uh, and is one of the better defensive players we've seen in a long time. Uh, just based on off his stats, he was uh, right up there. I think he was fifth in, in Heisman voting last year. Second, seventeen some, sacks. Yeah, second somehow on the defensive side, just because uh, mm-hmm. Hutchinson did so good against Ohio State. I think that kind of uh, got the nation's attention but still i think anderson was the best uh defensive player in the country 17 and a half sacks 34 and a half tackles for loss as he won the bronco nagurski award given to the top defensive player in football of course his own teammate bryce young uh won the award so you know yeah. that's going to be somebody you have to challenge to begin with um do you think that if you put up similar numbers let's say he gets 20 because I, I always kind of get into, i think if you're a defensive player you're absolutely going to have have to have like a historic year i think the record's 22 but if you get if he gets into that after getting 17 and a half this year um and and being right up there let's say you know there's obviously going to be some great quarterback numbers and stuff like that do you think that there's a chance? Because Charles Woodson's the only defensive player to ever win, obviously, but a lot of that was based on, you know, some gimmick plays yeah, on overall. offense and then, yeah. you know, the special yeah. teams. Yeah. Do you think yeah. a defensive player, Will Anderson, has a shot? Well, so here, here's the thing I really want to touch on, right? There's two there's two actual Huskers that had a shot at it. If you expand it out to the top five, then you start to see defensive players find their way yeah. into the mix, right? Going back to 1972, even before that, you get into Dick Butkus, who was third out of Illinois in 64, 68. Ted Hendricks uh, out of Miami was fifth. And then you have the great Rich Glover, who ended up third in the voting in 72. Then you drop down and you you have some others that popped in there. Obviously, Brian Bosworth is noteworthy one in 86. And uh, Steve Entman out of Washington was one that popped in in 91. But the great Indomitian Sue found himself in the top five. I thought he should have been higher up the way that he just literally dominated the game. Uh, just from the position, uh, very reminiscent of a of a pro Aaron Donald at the collegiate level. Yeah. I mean, that's what he really looked like. And then the last one really to kind of find himself in the top five was Tyron, uh, Tyron Matthew uh, out of LSU. So I think it's possible. I think his sack numbers have to be probably, they have to obviously win. Um, you know, Georgia was a collective defensive team. There wasn't really any one standout. Uh, Alabama has that in him uh, as a standout. Uh, But like Aiden Hutchinson, the way that he dominated the game, he has to probably get upwards of 20 sacks. I just don't think collegiate teams are going to allow that to happen. I don't know if there's just uh, somebody that can do it like that unless you move them around and you just cause absolute havoc. I think they should get more credit, though, because it has been very QB running back, sprinkling some wide receivers, Manti Teo, I forgot about him in oh, yeah. 2012 out of Notre Dame was one that popped himself in there. But it's been very running back, quarterback. Uh, and, and really, you would be surprised. There's not as many receivers that have been in there, but it's been very, very heavy laden on the quarterback position. And I think they should give more credence and more credit to the defensive side as well. Oh, I, I absolutely think they should, too. And But I, I mean, I think with Will Anderson and, he, and he's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to watch him this year. I think it almost hurts that he plays for Alabama, right? You mentioned like a Manti Teo, an Aiden Hutchinson, a Tyron Matthew. They kind of like, they were the story of their team. And Will Anderson mm-hmm. is just one of the many stories on Yeah, he's going to be fighting uphill against Bryce. Right. Just and Bryce off is, top. is the bigger one. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I and, and then, you know, the fact that he plays at Alabama and then you kind of throw in, okay, well, he's got five stars and future NFL guys all around him. So that certainly helped his sack numbers compared to others and stuff like that. Um, I, I just, I think that that's probably what's going to hold him back more than anything, but I think he's got a chance more than in any, than any defensive player we've seen recently. I mean, he's a solid. Well, I think left. Chase Young, I thought, I thought the way Chase Young yeah. dominated the game, I thought he should have been in the mix a little bit more than he was. I was quite surprised that he wasn't. And Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, like really factored in all season long. Don't get me wrong. And against uh, Ohio State, especially. Um, but I don't know. I just wasn't ever overwhelmed with him. Like I like I was saying kind of earlier, I think Nebraska, when they played, I thought George Karloftis of Purdue kind of disrupted the game plan and, and that offensive line, even more than Aiden Hutchinson did when they played him. Um you know, so I, I just I was dumbfounded to see that him, you know, climb all the way up to second, I believe, is what he got last year. Um, and uh, but, but that's part of, you know, part of it is being at Michigan, playing in the big house, that big story there at the end to beat Ohio State. That's my question. That's my question to you, fans, listeners uh, here on 93.7 Ticket, com and the app. Join the app. Uh, that's where you can find all of the great content that comes out of here on 93.7. But. Listen, 402-464-5685. Let, let's, let's be honest. Does hype, does media uh, prop up, propping up, does the likes of those, or is it just the team that you play for that puts you in that realm of being able to lock down like a Aiden Hutchinson did? Or is it just that the skill set is just that phenomenal? Or is there somebody out there that's better or if not better, that should have gotten more more looks in them and the media just kind of props that person up. I want to hear from you. 402-464-5685. Is it the skill of the player or is it the media and and and, and sometimes the propaganda that comes uh, around certain programs, around certain players that kind of raises their their level. I want to know what you think. Yeah, I, I certainly think uh, it, the propaganda has played in, certainly in the history of the Heisman Trophy. If you go back, um, there's been some absolute robberies, but um, it, it, it's, it's you know, as, as of late, I think it still kind of remains that, that way. You know, as we've seen, especially, you know, the last 20 years or whatever, I think it's done a better job of leaning toward this guy helped this team like a Robert Griffin, the third uh, that wins it and is or Johnny Manziel. These, these aren't national title contenders, um, but they're just amazing. Lamar Jackson. There, there's a few guys like that. Um, but for a lot of time, it was just kind of the best player on the number one or two ranked team. Yeah. And I'd like to move away from that as often yeah. as you can. I, and, and people would argue that against Bryce young last year, but in order to do that, I think you have to have a special season for somebody to kind of rise above. Like people might have argued uh, with with Kenny Pickett or uh, with Kenny, you know, Kenneth Walker. I don't think those were quite the special season. That, I mean, the, the RG three seasons, the Lamar Jackson seasons that you need. And again, going back into the Will Anderson discussion. You know, just some a stat like that that just blows people out of the water. That's why I always go back Melvin Gordon. I know he got like 400 against Nebraska, but when he ran for 2,500, that's like historic. That's like Barry yeah. Sanders is the only guy that's running for more. I think he should have won the Heisman. I think if you do something yeah. like that, it's like that's that's not just you're the best quarterback that year. You're doing something historic, and you should probably get you know get that recognition. Yeah, I, I don't know what the criteria is and why it's so heavy laden. I understand that other there's other awards, whether it's the best lineman mm-hmm. in the Gursky, it's 
you know, whether it's the best DB, you know what I mean? Whether it's the best wide receiver. I understand that there's other ones, but there's other quarterbacks. And I think if there's somebody that overall just wrecks havoc and creates just such a, a dynamic, uh, uh, has a dynamic season, that they should be recognizing that Heisman running. I don't care what position they're at, linebacker, safety, cornerback. Uh, I don't care. I think if they have an, an anom- anomaly type of season, they should be recognized for that. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And uh, maybe we'll continue this discussion here in a little bit. We'll pick back up a lot of this stuff here in the 5 o'clock hour. But coming up next, it's time for Shootout with Strick here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a of a, of a No, hint. they're going to go to the Google. It's, it's a tiny hint. We, uh, we've previewed this team uh, by now. We were do- on the Ticket Water Cooler. We're previewing teams leading up to Big Ten Media Days. This is one of the teams that we've previewed. Uh, so there's a hint for you. That'll be the topic of uh, Shootout with Strick coming up next. So give us a call. Only one guy gets in, or gal, 402-464-5685. First person to call in gets a chance at $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All you have to do is beat Strick in a shootout. Once again, that's 402-464-5685. Competitive call starts now. We'll be right back here on the block. <laughs> 